Welcome to the Freedom Assembly podcast. This is the podcast website and movement spawned by the undeniable failure of the entire alternative media. Here's the proof. Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer were all elected to Congress before the alternative media ever existed. In fact, our president, Joe Biden, our Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and our Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, had a combined 24 years of elected service in Congress before the late, great Rush Limbaugh started his national talk radio show. Beginning 33 years ago, Rush and thousands of other people who make up the alternative media have been continuously reporting on the assault of our founding ideals by Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer. It is undisputable. As the alternative media grew bigger and bigger, Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer climbed right to the top. The country and our freedom is now hanging like a loose tooth because the alternative media completely missed the simple reality that their attempt to bring forth the truth about those who are destroying America will never be enough to save our country from the treasonous watchdog press that is now being iron-fistedly controlled by the most evil and powerful citizens in the country, the gravitas dictators. This podcast and website will identify the true root of all evil that has led to the imminent threat to our freedom. We will build and lead an assembly of alternative media consumers to peacefully and constitutionally take our watchdog press and mainstream media back from the gravitas dictators in a way that is unstoppable. On this clip, Mark Levin is saying stuff about Kentanji Jackson after she has already been confirmed by the Senate. Please listen. You know, when a Republican is nominated to the Supreme Court of the United States, or in more particularly an originalist, their first name changes. Their first name becomes controversial. The controversial Clarence Thomas. The controversial Samuel Alito. The controversial William Rehnquist. But when a Democrat is nominated to the Supreme Court, or more particularly a radical leftist, their first name changes to historic. The historic Katanji Brown-Jackson. The historic Sotomayor. And so forth and so on. Now, the way the media report this, you'd have no idea that this next Supreme Court justice is a radical. She embraces the racist ideology of critical race theory, which rejects the Constitution and the American founding. She embraces the radical transgender agenda and its imposition on elementary school students. And this is just for starters. If you're weak on child pornographers and those perverts who use it when it comes to sentencing, then you're going to be weak across the board when it comes to punishing criminals, protecting society. The reason why the the hard radical left pushed her as the African-American woman that they wanted on the court. And regardless of this generation and regardless of the media of our time, her unwillingness 
to define what a woman is because she said she's not a biologist will be remembered. Folks, what's the value in blithering about all the reasons she shouldn't be on the Supreme Court when she is already confirmed and after our watchdog press and corporate media used their massive power to influence her confirmation? Everyone in the entire alternative media said she should never be appointed to our highest court in the land, while everyone in our watchdog press and corporate media said she was the most qualified person for the job. Who is more effective, the alternative media or the watchdog press slash corporate media? On this clip, more on Kentanji Jackson from Mark. Please listen. There could have been another historic nominee, an African-American woman. There were others to choose from. There are others to choose from. But Joe Biden chose the most radical that he possibly could. Why would Joe Biden choose the most radical person he could when the Senate is 50-50, the House of Representatives is very evenly split, and there will be a multi-billion dollar alternative media industry all reporting on how someone so radical should not be on the Supreme Court? So why did he do this? Why did he pick the most radical? Because not a single member of the vast watchdog press or corporate media will criticize the most radical choice, and their goal is to take down our country. We had better wake up and recognize that our alternative media is being so easily steamrolled that no one on the left who is destroying our country even gives a damn about anything being disseminated on the alternative media. It's having absolutely no impact. Is there anyone that will tell America the truth because it's the right thing to do. On this clip, Tucker Carlson speaks truth about the loss of your inalienable rights. Please listen. You've been assessing the Biden administration for more than a year, trying to figure out what the themes are. And here's the conclusion we've come to. There is, in fact, a single principle that guides the Biden administration. Here's what it is. Your rights as an American are not, in fact, inalienable. We know this because Joe Biden himself has said it out loud several times. He's reminded you that your constitutional protections extend precisely as far as he says they do. Now, the framers famously claimed that a citizen's rights come from God and the government's job is to protect those rights. That was the deal. But the modern Democratic Party, which will not acknowledge God, has inverted that formula. So now politicians loan you your rights and they can take those rights back at any time, depending on your level of obedience. Think of it as dog training on a national scale. So it's Joe Biden who gets to decide which drugs you're forced to inject into your body. Joe Biden will determine whether you can have a 4th of July barbecue at your house. Ask Joe Biden. He'll tell you whether you have to repay your student loans from Yale Law School, whether landlords can evict tenants who aren't paying their rent, etc. These are all Joe Biden's decisions now and his decisions alone. So Joe Biden gets to tell you how many rights you have and under what condition. And that's another way of saying you don't really have any rights at all. How can Tucker Carlson not realize the relationship of an installed, incompetent puppet president having taken away our inalienable rights to our entire watchdog press and corporate media never reporting the loss of our inalienable rights? After 245 years of Americans having inalienable rights, they have been thwarted in the hundreds and hundreds of people involved in reporting news that relates to our founding ideals working for dozens and dozens of supposedly independent news reporting companies have said nothing remotely close to this. Folks, 
your inalienable rights, freedom, and country are being eviscerated because us hearing this kind of truth from Carlson and the alternative media, while it is not being reported by our watchdog press and corporate media, leads to tyranny. The reason we are hearing this truth about the destruction of our inalienable rights from Tucker and not on ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, or NPR is because they have been cooed by enemy within self-righteous and arrogant evildoer gravitas dictators. The reason the gravitas dictators were able to coo our watchdog press and corporate media away from serving us honorably and instead serving their hell-bent demands that they allow our inalienable rights to be ended without reporting about it is because of the economic monetization concept of subsidization, the one and only methodology that would allow our inalienable rights to be taken. We are the power to end subsidized news, information, and entertainment, but sadly, this is the one solution Tucker Carlson cannot grasp. I want to take a brief non-commercial Freedom Service announcement break with this message. Here is Rush Limbaugh explaining to a caller, Jim, in San Francisco on December 10th, 2019. Rush is explaining why he thinks we haven't gotten any reports on the progress of the John Durham investigation after seven months. What Rush Limbaugh is describing in this transcript is a cabal a powerful force that Barr, Durham, and Trump are going after who are more powerful than any U.S. presidents. It's what we describe as the gravitas dictators in the Freedom Assembly. This particular transcript is cut down so it focuses more on what Rush is talking about, this powerful force. And I want you to think about what we describe as the gravitas dictators when you listen to this clip. I understand that your desire mirrors that of practically everybody in this law. You want to see somebody go over to James Comey's mansion and knock down that front door and run in there and turn over every bit of furniture looking for evidence and frog march his ass out of there to jail just like they did with Flynn and just like they did with Roger Stone and just like they did with Manafort. And until that happens, none of this is fair and none of this is just. I know that's what you want to see. And then I want you to see the same thing happen to that creep Brennan. And then I, the next thing they want you to see is, is Clapper caught wearing a wig at JFK trying to get to the Maldives where there's no extradition tree. Yes, I know you want to see all of this. And I would love to see it, too. I think the reason that they're taking their time with this is because what they have undertaken to do is so big and so monumental and is so risky that if they don't get this done all buttoned up, down tight, every dot and every T dotted and crossed, if they don't do that, these guys are dead. Who are they taking on? They are taking on a largely invisible establishment, deep state, what have you. It has never been done before. They see what has happened to Trump with his efforts. These guys are serious. Barr and Durham are trying to dismantle 
a way of life for people. They are trying to dismantle decades of establishment, consistency, patterns, uh, lifestyles that are set in gold, futures that are guaranteed for themselves and their kids. If you're going to do this like they're doing it, when it's time to present it, it better be absolutely indisputable. Because if there's anything in it that's not battened down, if there's anything in it that isn't true, these guys are dead. It's one thing to say we're going to drain the swamp. It's one thing to say we're going to get rid of the deep state. It's one thing to say that we are going to take our country back. It's another thing to actually do it. The people who are the targets of this are not just the Comeys and the McCabes. Those people are the foot soldiers of the movement. They are not the brains. They are not the money. They are not the organizers. They're not the power brokers. They are not the people that assign the jobs in the deep state. These are not the people that determine who gets membership in the deep state and who doesn't. But if you go after those guys, you're going to find their bosses, and you're going to have to take them out as well. And this is a deeply serious, big-time undertaking that's unprecedented. For all this talk about Trump wanting to be a monarch and a king, this actually is the equivalent of taking down the invisible apparatus that actually has been running this country for take your pick of how many decades, but at least since the post-World War II effort. And it has people in it everywhere. It has people in all the major universities. It has people internationally entrenched in the European Union, George Soros, all of these uh, uh, Western European diplomats and so forth, the State Department, they're taking, they're going to be taking on a tremendous number of people here. It, it's not, it's not just Schiff and Nadler and Pelosi trying to impeach Trump. And get rid of him. It's people whose names we don't even know. It's people who live in places we don't know. I mean, this is the ruling class. Let's look at it in terms of Angelo Codvia. This is the ruling class. And Mr. Codvia thinks they've already won. That we can never, ever go back to the founding principles of this country as a majority belief by the Americans. He believes common citizenship is no longer possible. That's how, that's how deeply they have infected the fabric of our culture. He believes that their objective is to eliminate us. What do you, what do you think this all is, overturning the results of an election? What is that, really? It's negating and nullifying us. Yeah, we're deplorables or whatever, but what we are is non-citizens. What we are is non-factors to them. This effort to get rid of Donald Trump is an effort in truth to rid themselves of us as a competing political force. And we got two guys that have decided to take this on, Bill Barr, well, three, Trump, Bill Barr, and John Durham. 
I think it is such a profoundly major thing that's being attempted here. Look at it as trying to defeat the Soviet Union without firing a shot. It's a much bigger undertaking than people. It's not just draining the swamp. It's not just getting rid of the people you know and having the people you know in this thing be punished. That would be great. And I share the emotion that you expressed with that. But these are just the foot soldiers. These are just the little order takers. These are just the people appointed to these positions to do the advanced dirty work for the people we don't know. To protect the people we don't know. And I'm not even talking about Obama. I'm talking about people way above and beyond Obama or any president. Note that Rush calls this force that Barr, Durham, and Trump are trying to take down for a coup attempt against his candidacy and then his presidency. Rush calls this an invisible apparatus that has been actually running our country since at least the post-World War II effort. I'd like to interject that the post-World War II effort occurred at the exact same time that televisions were just becoming part of the American landscape. There are two other points I want to make regarding Rush's profound statement here. First, Rush says that the invisible apparatus that has been running our country since at least three or four decades before Rush ever began his nationally syndicated conservative talk radio show, before he was even born, Rush said the invisible apparatus includes people entrenched internationally in the European Union, George Soros, Western European diplomats, the State Department, and people in the major universities. This is where Rush completely missed the true entity that has been running our country. It is only the individuals who are part of the Gravitas dictatorship. This is true because none of these entities mentioned by Rush had any power whatsoever to stop our watchdog press from reporting on any of these entities. Only the Gravitas dictators can allow these entities to damage our country based on whether or not they allow our watchdog press that they now control, whether they let that watchdog press that they have cooed from us to report what these entities have done to this country since the post-World War II era that Rush mentioned. The dirty little insidious secret that Rush completely misses here is that the gravitas dictators allowed our watchdog press and mainstream media to promote, advance, and give validity to any damage to this country that any of those entities could have even thought of because the gravitas dictators are trying to eviscerate our United States Constitution and will incorporate anyone's help who can offer any new way to help them achieve their goal. The second and last point that I want to add to this is for at least the first 20 years of Rush Limbaugh's career, he repeatedly conditioned his listeners to believe the Democrats had full control over our watchdog press and media. He had it completely backwards to a level of malpractice because Democrats who are working and legislating against our Constitution written to limit the power of the government in order to keep the power with the people are wholly dependent on our watchdog press to not report on what they are doing or they would be voted out of office. I wonder when Rush figured this whole reality of an invisible apparatus that was running our country into the ground that is more powerful than our president's. Since it has been in power for more than the past 40 years, much longer than we even knew Rush Limbaugh, yet until this statement, he didn't mention them and kept the dittoheads focused on little weak elected Democrat puppets throughout his entire career. On this clip, Tucker is reporting on the government undermining parental rights and families. Please listen. This is an attempt to usurp the most basic 
of all parental rights. Because if you're a parent, only you get to talk to your kids about sex. Why is that? Because sex, like religion, is something that the state doesn't intrude on. Different families have different attitudes about sex. And the federal government doesn't get to decide what those attitudes are. You do. You're the parent. It is none of Joe Biden's business. It's not the business of his creepy little publicist. What you think about human sexuality or what you tell your kids about human sexuality, period. It's your prerogative, not theirs. Now, for centuries, this has been very obvious. Strangers who talk to children about sex have, by definition, committed a sex crime. So if you were to show up on a playground and show nude pictures to third graders or videos about masturbation or oral sex, we would arrest you. But Biden wants to change this. Why? Because he wants control over your family and your values and your beliefs. He wants to determine what your kids learn about the deepest and most important issues there are. So it's not about sex. It's about your mind. And that's what they want control of. We are sitting around doing nothing that is effectively stopping the destruction of our children, families, and national virtue. Sure, some of us are fighting back, but the effort has maybe only slowed down the destruction, but we are losing ground to evil. Are you even capable of understanding why we are losing ground if people like Tucker Carlson aren't telling you? Us listening to subsidized alternative media reporting the destruction of our children and families while we know this is all being reported as intelligent and beneficial societal evolution by every single member of our watchdog press and corporate media equates to the destruction being advanced. We either end subsidized news information and entertainment or we lose our children's innocence, morality, and virtue. Please go to MediaReform.com and tell everyone you know who does not want their children being corrupted by evil to also go to MediaReform.com. There is not a second answer. Just hearing Tucker report what your watchdog press is not reporting and doing nothing useful to stop this is child abuse and neglect on your part. Be done with the corrupt media who hates your guts and hates this country. Be done with them. On this clip, Glenn Beck's guest, Congressman Chris Stewart, speaks about the destruction of our country and national security. Please listen. Are we really going to say that the Revolutionary Guard in Iran is off the terrorist list? Is that, is that possible that that's happening? Well, with this administration, of course it's possible. Oh my God. And I think it's likely. And you tell me wait, how wait, that could wait. possibly be a good idea. Likely? I think it is, under our understanding of this agreement. Uh, it's certainly on the table. Now, we haven't seen the details of the agreement, but it's unquestionably on the table. And it, look, how can that be surprising when you've got Russia in, as our intermediary with Iran? And when the Russian officials go back to their own people and say, holy cow, it's unbelievable what the U.S. has conceded on this. So, yeah, it's absolutely on the table. And as I said, it's probably likely. But, Glenn, that's just one example. How can you look at that and say, that's a good idea? How can you look at the southern border and say, that's a good idea? How can you look at more government spending inflation and say, that's a good idea? I mean, the list goes on and on of things. That you just think, this is insane. You have to know what this is doing to America. You have to know what this is doing to our national security. And yet they're doing it. So, I mean, it's shocking. But in a way, it's not very shocking. 
that they would concede something like that and say, yeah, Kuds Force, uh, Iranian Republican Guard, yeah, they're not so bad. Maybe we should take them off to a terrorist watch list now. Congressman Chris Stewart says you have to know all these things are destroying our country, and yet they, the Biden administration, are doing it. Folks, good conservative elected officials are speaking truth about the destruction of America in real time throughout the alternative media on programs like Glenn Beck's and Fox News. But Stewart's proclamation of truth is not being heard anywhere on our watchdog press or corporate media programming. The result of evil gravitas dictators iron-fistedly controlling our entire watchdog press, corporate media, and Hollywood to not allow truth disseminators like Stewart reach the half of our voters who are being deceived is exactly why the destruction of our country and national security is happening. You heard the congressman say, quote, how can you look at all these destructive things they are doing and say that it's a good idea, and yet they are doing them all, end of quote. Folks, you had better soon wake up and realize that good conservatives like Stewart reporting these kinds of things within the alternative media will never do anything to stop our destruction. It is completely useless. It is doing nothing more than allowing Stewart to reach his constituents at no cost to him other than the five minutes he speaks on Beck's program. This helps his reelection effort, but does nothing to stop our destruction. And what it does for Beck is fill some of his airtime and tricks his audience into thinking there is value in hearing truth about the destruction of America and our national security by him and guests like Stewart. We are being so duped duped into doing nothing while our country is being disintegrated before our very eyes and ears. We must wake up. We must go to MediaReform.com, and we must recognize that the evil economic monetization concept of subsidization, a 13-letter word, is the root of why all of this destructive behavior is even occurring. There is no other reason. We have the power. We are the power to select the products that we are consuming that are coming from companies that are subsidizing news information and entertainment on television via subsidized commercial advertisements. We are the power. We have the power to be aware of those products and services and try to find alternative acceptable products and services that are coming from companies that are not subsidizing news information and entertainment and then making freedom purchases choices from companies that are not subsidized news information and entertainment in order to save our freedom. We are the power. We've got to wake up and realize that if we don't take these steps, we are going to eventually reach the point where we hit the cliff of tyranny. We're going to be going over the cliff of tyranny and we're never ever going to be able to get freedom back for us or our descendants. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Don't forget, subscribe to the Freedom Assembly podcast and also go to the freedomassembly.com website so that you can see exactly how you can get involved in the Freedom Assembly. It's absolutely free. There's no cost, but you're absolutely needed. We need everybody we can. Remember, this movement is not subsidized by commercial advertisement. The way we can accomplish what we need to accomplish is by reaching out to people and letting them know that there is finally a solution to every one of the problems that they've been wasting time listening to whenever they consume the alternative media products that they consume. Thank you so much.